coming to you from the pit in Arroyo Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. We're live, bro. Pitmaster and the Doc. John, another week. Good to see you, man. Let me just before we start, I'm gonna say something. Why we started late? I want to say something. Why do we start late, John? Because I was talking to Tito Ortiz, and John. let me just say something. Man, you were talking to me, and then immediately was like, "Oh wait, I got a more, I got a call," and it's Tito Ortiz. I understand. Tito Ortiz, he's just <laughs> I. I'm so proud of that guy. You know, it's just not nothing to do with the fighting. I mean, no, he's a great fighter, and you know all that, but he's just trying so hard. He cares so much about. Um, he just cares about his community. He cares about this country. And he's willing to put his money where his mouth is. And uh, I, I'm really proud of him. As, cause he I'm just like got elected guy. to office, right? You're right. He's a city councilman, like you said. I don't know the difference. In, uh, in Huntington, Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach, which big, is not big a city. And that's just, yeah, that's not like it's a not small like a Rio Grande. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a big one. And it's just like, just caring so much. He's, instead of just... I'm sure he could retire, you know, and, and, and live off his money, you know. Um, but he doesn't want to do that. He just wants to make a difference. And now he's a councilman. And, man, that's – that's I'm I'm really proud. I'm not – it's not like I'm his dad or anything. But, I mean, he's like – you know, he's one of the fighters. My guys fought him. Uh, I think just one of my guys. I just – just yeah, just Chuck fought him. Um, but who cares about that? You know, that was, that was a sport. You know, now he's – you know, he was, he was a great sportsman, but now he's, uh, he's making a huge difference in, 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 in his, in his country and in his community. So I'm really proud of Tito Ortiz. So I'm going to give you right now, I'm going to say, you know, we might've had our little you know things because, you know, Chuck fought him, but I got so much respect for that guy. Well, we'll get to talk to him more. Yeah. We're going to have him on the show. So, uh, that'd be great. Um, so we, we had some fights this weekend. And the main event uh, was um, Paul Felder. Paul Felder, and it was a five-day fight. He took the fight date on the fight on five days' notice, and he fought somebody that's you know um, he's been around. he's fought before. Yeah, <laughs> um, Rafael does does Janos, um, and it was it was it lived up to the hype. I mean. They got fight of the night, I believe. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, it was. It was. That, yeah, it was a decision, right? Because we talked about the the judges on this. Yeah, one. one judge. I mean, first of this all, this was a split decision for Rafael, which it should not have. been. No, it should not have been. But you know, Paul Felder did such a great job taking the fight at five five days' notice. Uh, fought his ass off. Um, but he just got taken down and and, and, and doesn't quit. He doesn't no, quit. Paul he will not quit. quit. He's he's so tough. And and does uh, Janios is uh um so good and he's so tough too. But his takedown, the takedowns won this fight. The stand up, I think I think Paul Felder might have had a little uh, advantage in the stand up, but this fight got taken down. What, how many takedowns? Like eight takedowns. There were a lot of takedowns. There was a lot of control of this. A lot of time, five, control five time. Yeah. So I think, and Paul Felder got he got cut open a little bit. He had cut. He had cut. Um, he got stitched up. He always gets cut. Um, so tough. 
uh, Rafael, so tough. They were both so tough. Such a good, respectful fight. And, and I can see it being fight of the night. Uh, I think I think uh, Rafael won at least four of the rounds, maybe five. But it was all because of ground control for the most part. But then again, he had really good takedowns. So, I mean, he had to get it there in the first place. That's what she said. But, um, but to be honest, it's like one of the judges, one of the judges had Paul Felder, who loved him to death, did a great job. They had him winning three rounds out of the five. Well, and the thing that makes that crazy is both of the other refs had all five rounds for Huffdale. Which is which I felt was a lot closer that to reality. That is a lopsided. That is a lopsided scoring. Very yeah. lopsided. No, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and it was, it was and I think I could see that. Like if I always try to judge it like if it was my guy, would I argue that point? So if Paul was my guy and Rafael wasn't, and they gave uh they gave Rafael all four rounds, five rounds. I would think, yeah, okay. And if it was my guy and they gave Paul, and Paul was my guy and they gave him three rounds, I'd be going like, what the fuck? It was terrible. I think maybe Felder could, you could have given it one. round four or something. Yeah, one round. But one round. Not, not a split decision. Oh, no. Win. But no. anyway, the, but right hey, guy, the right guy still won. Um, and besides that, you know, and, and Paul is always throwing those, uh, spinning attacks and stuff. He's an exciting fighter to watch. Yeah, I, I get scared when he does that because he, like, seems to break things. It's looked like he his hurt his arm, too. He broke this... his forearm in the past. Right, and this one, I mean, it sounds like shaking off his arm in this one, too. I still think he's hitting people with that metal plate in his arm. It's not right. a bad idea. So. so, anyway, so that was that fight. The One other fights on this card stuck out. I, there was a co-main with a guy named Chaos. Chaos Williams against uh, uh, Razak something. Um, was it Razak? Yeah, Al Hassan. Yeah, Razak. I had it. Razak. Okay, you, you got it. So Razak. This was a quick fight, right? Yeah, this was and, thirty seconds. And Razak was the favorite, um, because he has like all knockouts in the first round. With it, and it just he had the he he was the favorite, and uh, and uh, so he's living up to his name. Yeah, chaos. Yeah, yeah so but so Razak had this. A much bigger reputation and he was the favorite and chaos has a lot of knockouts too but he was the underdog so uh razak came in you know and and he came in with a leg kick right when when uh chaos was throwing a right hand let me just tell you guys something never ever ever trade a right hand for your leg kick okay if you're throwing a leg kick, don't ever trade a right hand to your face for it because you're going to lose almost every time. This is one of the worst knockouts I've seen since Sterling. How many, uh, remember that one with Sterling got oh, knocked yeah. out? Yeah, that was terrible. This one wasn't that far off. It wasn't quite as bad because he didn't have all of the posturing, but he had some posturing, and he was out for a while. I mean, they showed him like, Five minutes later, and he was still like, and that was from a right straight, straight right, right, right straight down right. But when you watch that in slow motion, you saw his head jar to the side, and that was pretty violent. And so he went down, and you know the impressive thing with Chaos Williams followed that combination up with a left hook that didn't land, but and wasn't necessary either. But it was just nice to see him advancing with that combo. It was yeah, it was brutal. And that so that right was in the middle of a combination. <laughs> but 
that yeah. much power was in the middle of his combination. Of but the reason it landed and the reason it landed with so much power was because Razak was right in the middle of throwing a leg kick. So when, if you don't want to trade your leg kick for a right straight or a left hook or whatever, you don't want to trade your leg, your leg kick for a strike to your face. How do you safely throw a leg kick? Because um, you're in close. Right. If you're throwing a leg kick, if right. you're throwing a calf kick, which is all the, you know, that's what you do in 2020. Yeah. If you're well, throwing those, how do you avoid it? There's a couple of things. Number one, you don't telegraph it so much. Those little short little calf kicks or even leg kicks are more effective. Not as much power, but they don't they don't open you up. But the main way is, the main way is angles, angles, angles. You got to remember, angles is not just a gay bar in Hawaii. It's also something you should be doing when you're fighting. And when you're throwing leg kicks, you should always be at an angle to your opponent. You should not be right, right in, in front face. of them. Right in well, front and that was the other thing you noticed when you watched that replay, because you can watch that fight over and over. It was so short. They were the distance was gone. Right. The distance when he when he was landing that leg kick, there was no distance. Right. And most leg kicks you see land, they're landed at some sort of distance and they're not paid for. Right. They're you landed be, with impunity. You just land the leg kick and then start over. You want to be you want to be a little bit to the side. Another thing that's very important, you never throw a leg kick when your opponent is advancing. Yeah, that was the big chaos thing. was advancing. If your opponent's moving backwards to the right or to the left, actively moving, you're probably 10,000 times safer than you are if your opponent is actually actively moving forward. What about if you're moving backwards? You shouldn't be throwing leg kicks when you're moving backwards. When you're, yeah. When you're retreating. Well, not with the back leg. See, with the front leg, an inside leg sweep, you can. But this was with the back leg, and it was it was thrown, you know, it was thrown when, when chaos was coming in. So when you throw the back leg, you open yourself up because you're engaging your hip. So he walked right into a right hand. And if the right hand catches you straight on the face, snaps your head back, doesn't usually do as much damage. But when you're throwing the leg kick and your head is off to the side, it hits your chin just like a left hook would or an overhand right, and it does the same amount of damage. And put him out. Put them out cold. So, yeah, that's one of those things. You land a straight, like a jab right to the face. You're not usually going to knock someone out with a straight punch. Right. But in this instance, it definitely it did. did. It so did. you just saw a lot of things come together in that short span. Was this the guy, too, wearing the suit afterwards with the big yellow tie? I didn't see that. Chaos Williams in his interview. I didn't see that. He was – he has quite the personality. I don't know. They didn't talk to the other guy because he was still out. Um, but um, Chaos Williams – not only is he a knockout puncher, which is now indisputable, he's also, he has like the personality. He's like, you want to see him uh, getting interviewed. You want to see him uh, in front of a camera. So I think, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of, uh, what's his real name? That yeah. is, that's what his mom named him, man. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not his name. That's, and he gave himself that name. I don't know. He has a different name. I don't know where it went. But anyway. I'll find it. All right. So Chaos Williams is, is uh, we'll just call him Chaos with a K. Um, we will be seeing more of Chaos Williams. And I, I hope we do. Colin. Colin. Okay. Colin. Yeah, Chaos. So more of, more of um, just his personality is just, 
it's just very entertaining. Very entertaining. I don't think he was like over the top being an asshole. I don't think he was. Uh, I think he's just. I think he belongs in front of a camera. So, um, so other than the UFC, there's some fights coming up. Yeah, there's a couple fights coming up. One of them's Alex Pereira oh. against Thomas Powell in the LFA. What? Um, and that's Friday night. Where is that? Where is I don't know. It's Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Shit, where is it? I don't know where, where they're going to have it. I bet you it's in... Uh... So these guys are middleweights. Park yeah. City, Kansas. What? Oh, my God. I'm LFA so 95, Park City, Kansas, November 20th, which is, I believe, Friday. Do not miss that fight, guys. Do not miss that fight. So he's fought in MMA before. Yeah. Like back in 2015 or something. Uh, yeah. He was 2-1. Yeah. But he's the what? He's a double champ in kickboxing. A double champ in kickboxing, two different weight classes. He's current champion in two weight classes is glory, just, right? He's unbelievable. Uh, Glover trained with him for his last fight. I worked out with him a couple times uh, while we were in Vegas, and I can attest to the fact that does he train out of the Connecticut? Gym? He's part of that gym now. Oh, no uh, way. He moved to Connecticut from Brazil. So we got to watch this fight. He is. Uh, it's his his uh, his striking. A power. I mean, I mean, look who he's knocked out. I don't even want to go over the numbers, but he well, just who knocked, has he knocked out? <laughs> he knocked out some major people, including Israel, obviously. But um, that'll get you some street cred these days. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, he's just he hit so hard. Like when I was holding that shield, just the oh, this power. Is the, this is the guy you were talking about holding the shield for. Is the power? I felt like I bruised my heart, lacerated my liver. And fractured, fractured my sternum. Those are all okay. serious injuries. They're serious, serious injuries. And in my mind, when as soon as we were done training, I swear to God, I walked, I kind of walked up to my room and I just sat there, and I and and I, people were talking and I was like trying to, I was trying to talk back, but I was, in my mind, my 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 heart was actually bruised, my liver was lacerated, and I think my sternum was cracked. It's healed since then. Thank God, I'm a quick healer. But he did all those things to me just in one workout. So as a tr good trainer, though, you don't want to let anyone know. No, you, otherwise they're gonna go easy on you. You got to keep a poker face when you're a trainer. You can't let the the guy know that he hurt you, or else you're giving him too much credit. All right, you're gonna make him work harder. Don't want to do that. So the other fight coming up, which we heard Chal Sonnen talking about. Did you see this? The Tyson versus. Uh, Roy when Jones Jr. I think it's the next weekend. Oh, uh, God. And people are saying Tyson might be on steroids for this. Have you seen him? <laughs> like, how old is he? How could he not be on something? Uh, but, I, I don't want to watch. I, I, you know, uh, the last time I saw Tyson fight, it was not a fun thing to watch. Watching old guys fight is like watching old women strip. It just either one isn't very appealing. Well, if you had to pick one. If I had to pick one, <laughs> depends how old. Um, watching two old guys fight is like watching an old woman strip. It's just not – who wants to do it? It's just like I don't want to do it. I mean – But Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson. People I know. People are going to want to see him fight. I know, but against – And then they're going to be sad that they did. Against Roy Jones? Roy Jones is a junior middleweight. Mike Tyson was a heavyweight. I mean, it's like – it makes no sense on any level whatsoever. Why is he doing it? Does he need the money? I don't think so. I don't know why, but I don't want to see it. You're not going to watch it. I am not going to watch it. I'll see the replay. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. 
But well, I'm since... definitely going to see uh, Alex Perea's fight. Um, uh, I'm sure Glover will be there. I, I'm pretty sure Glover will be in his corner. Let me just tell you guys something. Glover was teaching kids class the Monday after his Saturday fight. And he was like playing games with them and teaching them martial arts the Monday after his Saturday fight. Let me just tell you that right there. That says a lot about uh, Glover Teixeira. It does. So here's the deal. Since you big league me for 20 minutes, we're out of time, man. We're, we're out of time. Big league, you know, I'm, like, time. I'm talking to, I'm talking to Tito Ortiz for God's sake. It's voicemail. He is, he's like, he's, he's, he's just, he's like the, it makes you so proud because you're part of the sport, part of this whole thing. And then you see one of your guys. I mean, even though he fought my guy, but he's still one of our guys. He's a martial artist. And he's a mixed martial artist. So, so much in common. And then now you see him changing the world. Whether, you know, whether he changes a lot or not, the fact is... He's trying. He's doing it. He's not just saying, I'm going to change the world and then sit on their fucking ass and watch TV. He's out there doing it. Really, I'm really proud of him. Awesome. All right. Good podcast. Until next time. Thanks. Good to see you, John. I will have Tito Ortiz on.